this Michigan weekend recap of all the great stuff on the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Plus, we're also brought to you by Parlay Play. Parlay Play is a lead pipe locking for Parlay Player props. Go to play, parlayplay.io and use promo code code SGP for a 100% deposit bonus today. Drivers, start your Wrap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing things. now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb Oh, buddy. <laughs> you get a winner, and you get a winner, and you get a winner. Oh, yes. Woo! What a freaking weekend, Rod. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it is, of course, the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Villagomez. Pardon the enthusiasm, but... Boy, there was a hell of a lot of green all over the place after this Michigan weekend. Well, let's just put it let's just put it bluntly. After this Monday, I we'll get to the other race hey, that happened. I don't but. mind these Monday races. We've been catching some bets on them here uh, here lately. Hey, Monday's <laughs> been good to us. Who who said having a case of the Mondays is a bad thing anymore? Of right. course, we've, we've turned it into a good thing. <clears throat> yes, Cody, we have. And again, man, just a fantastic Monday. I I, I was a little disappointed, obviously, that the race did not go off as planned on Sunday. Once again, rain literally rained on our parade, but I mean, it wasn't Truex Monday. It wasn't a Martin Monday, but didn't have to be. It was a Martin Monday and Busher somehow put a a stopping to it. I don't know how, but (laughs) hey, he figured he unlocked the code of how to stop a Martin Monday, but uh, I know there was a lot of live bets on Discord for uh, a Martin Monday, but I think those that followed along the, uh, the Busher rabbit hole we're much much happier in the end than a martin monday but uh we are live doing this so welcome into the chat everybody ty tiger once again showing his support with a nice little happy face for us yes ty tiger among the happiest of the folks in the discord so um yeah i mean listen we'll obviously get into our our bets but i gotta tell you this was probably by far one of my favorites just to watch because Cody, there was a lot of racing, and the fact that a lot of the guys that went out early were contenders kind of made this whole thing even better from a underdog standpoint. Yeah, I mean, just everything about it, right? From the very start, you got, uh, I mean, Kyle Busch, was it, like five laps into the race, just loses it, wrecks it completely? Like, that starts it off. Three of the four Hender cars go out early. Uh, you got big names just, just spinning out and, and losing control. You've got the rain element, right? I think... The race ended up starting late, right? A little bit. It got pushed back. And then we're racing. Potentially, you're going to race against the rain. So 
intensity kind of ramps up because if we're racing to halfway, it kind of gets there. Um, so, yeah, we got the whole gamut of everything. Some strategy coming in at the end, right? When are people going to come out? Reddick's crew screws them yet again. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. I mean, he we could be talking about a Tyler Reddick win here. And, man, it just they didn't get the tire on all the way. And, oh, boy, his uh, his radio. <laughs> beep, 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 Hold beep, on. Beep, beep, did, it, did his radio sound a lot like this? Yep. Us yep. talking yep. about different, uh, I different drivers. I was surprised they even played it on, on TV. I think they just bleeped the entire thing because it was like, yeah, uh, man. But what a what a race! What a Monday! Uh, it just yeah, wow, man. And our yeah. bets there. We didn't even crazy thing, Rod. And I just mentioned this to you before we started recording. We didn't even hit an outright in this race, and we still fucking cleaned up. That's why we love all these other bets. And still cash a lot of things, even if you miss the winner. It's absolutely great. And and even missing the winner on this one too was not a heartbreak in that we got to see Chris Buescher win back to back weeks. I mean, again, like a lot of times we watch this from a betting aspect and we get a little pissed off when our outrights don't hit or when something happened. But I mean, as far as a feel good story, and we've sort of been documenting. Then I know the broadcast likes to steal thunders from folks that talk about this every single day. The rise of RFK, right? I mean, it just. It, you don't even have to to have the announcers tell you. You could see it from the eye test that both of these guys, and we said it too when we were handicapping, these guys are going to be running within a couple of positions of each other. And yep. what happened? Keselowski riding fourth. I mean, RFK is just, Brad Keselowski has brought Roush back. Oh, I love to see it. This is the Roush of old. Roush owns this track, and they mentioned that after Busher won, right? It's 16 wins or something. Jack is from uh, from Michigan, so it's his home track. The whole Ford thing, nine wins in a row by Ford at this track now. I was going to say, hold on now. Nine nine yeah. wins in a row for Ford. It was looking kind of sketchy there for a half a second yeah. with Martin Truex running yeah, away. Yeah, but they do it yet again. Like, man, Rod, just what, what a day. What a day. And honestly, too, when you look at the amount of strategy calls, now, again... I'm gonna be pissed off about it earlier uh, in in the weekend. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I hate strategy because honestly, how how okay? And this to, in a bigger conversation, we'll we'll touch on this real quick. But after the break, I wanna I wanna dig into this just a little bit more as we start talking about these handicap things. How can a responsible handicapper say whether or not they're gonna take two tires, no tires? whether or not, you know what I'm saying? Like, from a strategy aspect, I know that we try to take speed into account, we try to take all this stuff, but all it takes is for one hairy little crew chief to decide, ah, oh, you know what, I'm going to gamble. I'm going to stay out. And your route just wrecks your day. It's so yep. frustrating. It is. It, <clears throat> yeah, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll get into that race, too. <laughs> uh, we will. All right, listen, we'll get into that race in a second, but let's, let's have fun. Let's, let's start this on a high, and then we'll come crashing down. We'll give you guys an opportunity to enjoy life for a little bit before we bring it all back down. But let's tell you about our Patreon. You get an exclusive access to contests, including the NFL win totals with the SGPN podcast Patreon. It's $1,000 first place prize for that. Besides season-long contest, you also get weekly contests just for you, the patrons. And you get a monthly SGP Stories podcast, complete ad-free and full behind-the-scenes stories from the SGP. I think they're going to have a Cody Tells You a Story uh, special podcast where he's going to have the lights turned down low, a little ASMR action where he talks in it. 
low voice, drinking a cognac. This, this is the you. first I'm learning about this. I volunteered <laughs> you for it, so you got it. Uh, yes, he's going to tell you all about the winners of the week. Just kidding. I mean, listen, if, unless your thing, we can add that to the Patreon. I don't care. It's even a Discord channel just for patrons, just so you can uh, get in there on the action as well. Only you can prevent corporate gambling. Do your part. Sign up today. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Patreon. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Patreon. Part of that Patreon, you get a special, uh, you get your name in gold letters on Discord, which is pretty sweet, and you get access to the special channel. I did want to give a couple shout-outs to our Discord because we had some guys that uh, that hit Busher here. The JDK, who's in the chat right now, shout-out to go. him. Uh, 25 to 1 he got. Gabriel Conrad, a 48 to 1. Uh, let's see, JDK. So he had Busher outright, the Keslowski top 10, the Busher top 10, the Jones top 10. Uh, just some big hits. Our guy, uh, our guy Kyle Armstrong pointed out, this was while the race was still going on. Harvick won Richmond last year, Richmond and Michigan last year back to back. Why wasn't a sign pointing to me to bet on Busher? 17 wins this race if it stays green, he said. He was right. Who would have thought Richmond? We thought Kansas was mini, uh, mini Michigan, but apparently it's Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, mini, mini Michigan at that. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, and, uh, yeah. Clay, Claytron 1181 also at Busher, 25 to 1. So, Props and I think there guys. was a few guys. I had, I had uh, given them out live at plus 550. So I, I got that. Uh, on there and i think a few other people did too so man what a good day it was a fantastic day busher paying two the bills two weeks in a row hey man you should probably uh tweet him and let him know thanks for their groceries man yeah uh, and herb herb is here of course we're we're a herb, oh, we are herb show. <laughs> he said uh, hey boys big day he shared like 15 screenshots of a bunch of bets he hit so great day for him as well Man, just love love to see everybody cashing all these big tickets. I do too. Um, well, then let's just kind of talk down the race as we go through the bets because it was a, a lot of fun. This one, uh, I know there's going to be a particular listener that is very, uh, he's, he wants to know precisely why you're on this one. He wants, a, he wants an explanation, Cody. Oh boy! On on which one? <laughs> on our on the first bet that you got going on here. Oh, are we? Well, first of all, are we talking about? Uh, let's go back. Let's go back to Friday's bonus show first. Oh yeah, let's Hit do a that. Rewind oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Qualifying gave out Bubba Wallace ten to one. He did not get the poll, but Christopher Bell eleven to one. That's why you got to listen to all the shows, right? Uh, you got got to listen to all of them. But yes, did hit Christopher Bell eleven to one to win on the poll. He did an auto club earlier this year. He was, I think, second last year here at Michigan, showing a lot of speed. Shout out to that team, too, because overnight, their car looked fucked, and somehow they made a plan, and he looked fast there at the end. So uh, they obviously maybe got some type of aerodynamic edge or something with the damage, but, uh, hey, they made it work and, and ended up with a, with a respectable day. So, uh, But, yes, Nick Fortune, uh, I'm sorry. Is. He <laughs> says he would love to have cashed on the Bubba Wallace, but didn't. All right, look, when they dropped the green flag today, Bubba Wallace looked like a rocket shot straight out of SpaceX, whatever the hell it's called. Like He just shot to the bottom of the track, passed everybody, and I was like, oh, boy, here we fucking go. Uh, and then uh, we didn't really hear from him again. I, don't, I guess he got shuffled back on one of the end of those stages, which part of this, right, they're going to be racing for, for stage points and stuff. Uh, and then, man, where did he? Ends up 18th, but like, just not indicative of how his day actually went. Like he was second place in stage two. Uh, again, on that restart today, he was fast. He ended up fourth in stage in or second place in stage one, 
fourth in stage two after that, the restart, and then I don't even know what happened to him at the end where he ends up in 18th. Ugh, but yeah, very disappointed because I had him top 10, minus 120. I felt very confident in that. Top three at plus 400. Um, and, and I mean, he started 11th, so not a bad starting spot at all. The first guy outside of that top 10. And he looked really good and really fast both days. But man, the result just didn't end up being there. And really, ultimately, that's what it came down to as well. I mean, Bubba was fast. Bubba was leading the race for a better part of the, the early afternoon. And it looked as if he was going to be it or Truex was going to be it. Or at the very least, Bubba would cash that top three, right, and stick around somewhere at the top. But like I said, these strategy calls, man, these no tires, these, these four tires, staying out an extra 15 to 20 laps, it just... All of that just sort of sunk some guys. And if you didn't make the right call at the top of that box, you were screwed because you were back in the nonsense. Now, granted, there weren't a whole lot of cautions, obviously, this, uh, today, rather. I mean, yesterday, of course, they were like coming out like every five seconds. But today, there weren't a whole lot of cautions. And so you had to honestly play the fuel game right, the tire game right. You had to hit everything right. And if you weren't, if you weren't in on the right strategy, you weren't going to finish well, and that's what happened. That's what I didn't understand about Truex. Yet again, I I still don't know if I trust James Small as a crew chief. Like He had 19 laps more fuel than Busher did, and he pitted three or four laps after Busher did, which was fine, but he still got four tires. Like, Did he really need a full nine seconds of fuel? I don't. It didn't seem to me like he did. If Busher got nine seconds of fuel and had 19 laps or 17 laps less, whatever it was, why did Truex need such a long stop? The tires, I mean, we did see some blowout tires, so I understand why some guys were concerned, but that wasn't from where, I don't think. I think that was, and Dale Jr. kind of referenced it, I think they were messing with the air pressures a little too much again like they did last year and and pushing things too much, but it, it didn't seem tire wear, so I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either, but JDK says Bubba probably found out he could have saved money on his car insurance and they sent his data shit. Well... <laughs> All I'm saying is that, you know. Also, uh, our, our guy, Ty Tiger, I'm going to leave now. I'm sad I didn't catch any of it. I told you not to, to move to this state where, you know, it's hard to gamble. But uh, don't be sad because we're coming back this week with some more picks. We got a full, uh, full, all three series are back in action. Short tracks for the trucks, road course for Cup and Xfinity, and IndyCar is back. Oh, It's going to be another another good week of cash and bets. Uh, yes, like this one. Uh, I had Truex as a top five car. I told you it was plus money. I couldn't believe that it was plus money. Plus one forty. Thank you very much. That's, That's like free, free money, right? It was free candy, man. Like literally, it was as if somebody put the bucket of candy out at Halloween and said, "Take one." And you're like, "No, no, 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 no." I'm taking the whole damn thing. That's exactly what happened with they this. Just let you have it too, because it was like, man, they, uh, yeah, Truex, best car, like. All day. Uh, if that if that car doesn't go to R and D center, I, I don't know how their <laughs> random selection process works because holy shit, it was just so fast and like it seemed like he could do anything at will. End of stage two there, like just passes Suarez for that stage point. I mean, you know, he wins the stage, he gets the extra playoff point. He's well on his way to being the regular season champion at this point. Man, it just wow, it was like what a so fast. And then if he didn't have that little slip up there at the end, he, he would have got Bush or two, I think. Busher played that perfectly. Just huge props to him because Busher's been around for a while and he's he's kind of a veteran now. But but Truex has been around a long time and just man, crazy. So 
really, honestly, too, the way that Truex drove and the way his car was and the way his, obviously, other than the strat, I know you're laughing at Nick's comment here. <laughs> I'll, I'll, Nick, Nick says, well, if it's Cody's house, I wouldn't take the free candy because it's in Nebraska. That's- hey, Nick, I, I would like you to uh, research something. When's the last time that a men's sports team from Iowa Hawkeyes beat a Nebraska men's sports team? I'll give you a hint. It was like last June when the baseball team beat them or something ridiculous like that. So <laughs> go find that info for me. <laughs> uh, no, but the, the way the Truex ran and the whole the whole of that race, right, and, and him pitting when he did and running back up to win that stage, that is the way it's supposed to go. That is when you make that call. That is how you envision it going, right? A lot of times it doesn't work out that way. And, in fact, we saw that on Saturday. But it, it happens that way in, in their pit uh, uh, crew uh, Chief's head. This is the way he wants it to go, right? Well, Truex made it play out that way, and to watch him kind of just ver- uh, validate that decision each and every time, too. He was a freaking fast car. I just right. If this doesn't go to R and D, I, I don't know what does. So <laughs> yeah, because it it really is random if it doesn't go to R and D. Good lord. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, again, it was this was a no brainer. We said it from the beginning. It was definitely a no brainer. So. Truex top five plus one forty. Hope oh, you guys damn. got down on Superbook that. Superbook is on it, Rod. There's already odds for this week out. What? Jeez. All right, we better hit a break and then we can uh, hit the odds quick. Oh, it is break time, isn't it? Look at you. You're already yeah, keeping the show. Who's running this show? Ah, look at that. All right, fine. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll start talking through it. Let's talk about Parlay Play. We're brought to you by Parlay Play. Parlay Play is a great way to get down on your favorite Parlay to Player props. Plus pickle pepper. Pipe, Peter, Pipe, Peter Piper. Yeah, that's what happens. But Parlay Play. I've already downloaded it. I've already got my first play already ready to rock. It is the Angels and the Giants. They're playing some uh, some pitching props in there for Logan Webb, which I love, and uh, a lot of stuff in there for you all as well. But football season's right around the corner, right? Parlay Play is going to have all of your favorite pl- uh, props. <laughs> Parlay Play props. Uh, Parlay Play is available in a ton of states, including... California, yay, like I said, it's already loaded and ready to play. I'm ready to go, and Texas. Plus, our good friends up north, Ty Tiger, right? Parlay plays available for you in a bunch of provinces, hopefully yours, in Canada. JDK. JDK is our favorite Canadian listener. Our favorite Canadian listener. (laughs) I'm sorry. Ty Ty Tiger is our favorite Canadian from Nebraska now. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's right. He is. Uh, All right. When you sign up with our code, you're going to get a sweet bonus to get started. And like I said, they've already got the Angels and the Giants up there to parlay. I'm going to hit those Logan Webb uh, props all day long. Head over to parlayplay.io. Use the promo code SGP. You're going to get a 100% deposit bonus, just like I did, up to $100. It's parlayplay.io, promo code SGP. All right, Rod. couple of questions in the Discord that I want to touch on real fast. Hit it. Um, from Dre Av, what are the playoff implications of how today went down? couple of things. Martin Truex Jr. now is a 57-point lead over Denny Hamlin. Getting first place in the regular season championship, 15 bonus points. That's equivalent to winning three additional races. That can help you get very, very far in the playoffs. can come in handy. We've seen how it comes down to just a couple of points here and there in the playoffs. So I think that's a main thing. Um, Obviously, Chase Elliott's going out of this race very early. That is huge. He is now 55 points back. It's still not mathematically impossible, but there are five guys ahead of him before the cutoff line. Uh, Ty Gibbs actually moved into the playoffs now. Uh, Bubba Wallace, with all those stage points, has 
really secured a, a pretty good cushion if we don't have a couple of new winners. He's at plus 58 points. Uh, McDowell's only three out. Suarez only five out. Dinger's only 24 out. So they are all very close to the line. So a lot of moving and shaking still. Since we had a repeat winner, one person is guaranteed to get on in on points now. So that right now is, would be Kevin Harvick. He's got a 14-point cushion on Brad Keselowski. So if we were to get three new winners that are playoff eligible, Kostecki doesn't count if he were to win one of these races or this, this race in, in Indy. But uh, then one of them at least is getting in. So I think those are kind of the playoff implications. And uh, Gabriel Conrad is 20-1 to 1, good enough to sprinkle on Elliott to win the championship odds in case he sneaks in. Yes, I think that it is worth a sprinkle. At this point, I think it's a very tall task for him to get in. He's been very good at road courses, but that was in the old car. He's been good in road courses at in this new car. There were three races he should have won last year that he didn't win, despite should have having won them, and then late cautions and stuff. Cardboard ends up on the track, whatever the hell happens. Um, but if he sneaks in, how many times have we seen it, right? Tony Stewart goes on a run, different format, but goes on a run. You've got to still be... You can you can get your way there. Last year, Elliott had struggled through the playoffs, but because of that cushion he had built up in the regular season, he made it there, but he didn't get it done at the end. But you've got to get hot in the playoffs to win a championship. Most of the time, that's a team that could do it. I mean, do I feel the best about it? Absolutely not. But at 20-1, to 1, I think that they're a, a championship-caliber team, obviously. They just won the title a couple of years ago, um, and they're, it's a Hendrick car. So, so you've got to look at it that way as well. Um, so I do think that that is is worth a sprinkle, but they, I want to get to those couple of questions real quick. They called they call sprinkles on the East Coast. They call them Jimmys. So it is worth a Jimmy on that. Uh, and I will say too, Cody, that now finally everybody is locked into the playoffs with the win. With three races left, everybody is locked in at this point. Nobody is going to get bumped out if they have a win. So now, yeah. now broadcasters, are, now broadcasters, yes. you can say anybody who's won a race is locked in, assuming they don't miss races and knock your waivers or whatever but uh, this is true uh ty tiger saying since he loves hockey so much yes mr mc rod uh, yeah he must have seen that i i did a hockey game this weekend yeah. for my buddies colorado still beat the smack out of the huskers in week two i was still colorado's gonna win like one game this year if they're lucky not gonna be against nebraska but uh <laughs> that's for another day I love all it. right rod should we get back into the rest of these freaking awesome bets we let's hit do it. let's do it I gave out a couple of top tens. Brad Keselowski plus one forty, Eric Jones plus three seventy five. How much money has Eric Jones made us this year, Rod? My goodness, this guy just keeps delivering. It seems so crazy because these legacy cars don't seem to have speed, but Jones keeps popping up. Tenth place, he did, he didn't make it super easy on us, but he cashed it. And then of course we talked about Brad earlier, up in fourth place, uh, so easily cashed that. So. Plus 375 on the Jones one, plus 140 on, on Keselowski. We'll take it. And uh, you also had a, a top 10 bet that uh, I think, did this guy make it in the top 10? I think he did. Uh, barely. I mean, it was like, it was like how Jones. How much do we, how do we not give out Chris Buescher to win this race when we had 47 other bets on the guy? I need to go look back. I need to go listen back because I know we were high on him, but I don't so know I why we didn't say and, it. And when we brought it up, because uh, I, I, you know, I had to find timestamps for the the best pets video of the week. <laughs> you know we're gonna make that again, Rod. Yeah, we are. Uh, but I listened back and I said, I can't believe how much Busher is being disrespected this week. He's sixty to one to win this race. He's plus two forty for a top ten. He's plus fourteen hundred to be a top four. These are all ridiculous numbers. 
We gave out everything else, but we didn't give them out to win for some reason. I it's I don't know what but it we was. We did talk about it. We so. did. We did. Um, I will also add on to that. I gave Jones. Remember at the at the um, the bonus episode at five, uh, four to one. You had him at three seventy five, and I found him at four to one. And I said yep. that boost, take that boost. So yep. um, hopefully you got a little more for your ba- bang for your buck on that one as well. I uh, want to throw in Herb real quick. He says, some psychos call sprinkles ants. I don't know anybody that does that. Wow. Please I, tell me, I Herb. I don't either. You should who calls them ants. report them to the authorities. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I had Chris Buescher top 10 at plus 240. So <laughs> that happened. Uh, Man, that was easy. Yeah. I and mean, then, I mean, yeah, just to, to get into it, I had him top four to 14 to one, obviously. There are ways. We talk about this so much in F1 because it's, it's even more relevant there, but there are still ways to hit huge bets. I mean, 14 to 1 is better than two of the four winners we gave out easy, anyways. Easy. So you sprinkle on them top forward. You put an ant on them, apparently. <laughs> top forward, <laughs> plus 1,400. Uh, and then I had him win Caesars on, over on Group F, plus 140. Suarez had a little bit of speed, but Almirola and Priest were nowhere even close. Um, Suarez ends up finishing in sixth, but... Almarola 16th and Priest hit the wall late, recovered for 22nd, but not even close to him. So easily cashed all three of those bets. That was our Busher section on the show. We were high on him. We again we said we didn't want to overreact to him winning at Richmond because we didn't think it translated to this track, but everything we've seen from him, and I I started to listen to the teardown a little bit ago. Haven't had a chance to listen to the whole thing, but Jeff Gluck and Jordan Bianchi were talking about it. The best Ford team in the garage right now. Would you believe it if I said it's not Penske? We know it's not Stuart Haas, right? It, it's RFK. Like they are just performing at a top level right now. Short tracks, big tracks, we're starting to see it everywhere. Now Kozlowski's going to come back down to earth, likely these next couple of weeks because he's not good at road courses. Although Chris Busher is really fucking good at road courses, so we might be talking about him some more this week, depending on what we get for odds. But uh, yeah, it just man, what a week to bet on Chris Busher. Uh, I, you know, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm really glad we, uh, we, we did that. So, and what I love the most too, is Brad Keselowski is humble as anything, right? I mean, they said the same thing to him in the, after the, the interview afterwards, they were like, are you the best team in Ford right now? And he was like, man, let's not, let's pump the brakes on that. Like, I know we're doing good right now, but there's still some good teams out there that can get us. And I was like, there you go, Brad. I know you wanted to, I know you want to stand up on your soapbox and say, we are the best. We thump your chest and everything like that. But I, I respect Brad even more now as a car owner, as a human being. Like, I, man, I don't know what it is. I know Jimmy's out of the, out of the, out of the whole thing for me now. I, I, I could love Eric Jones and whoever comes in the 42 car next season. Um, but I, I might be a fan of RFK before it's all said and done. So, yeah. Um, uh, by the way, championship odds over on Superbook. Elliot is 25 to one. If you're looking at getting down on the, I throw the more, I throw more ants at that than I would at 20 to one. <laughs> Uh, so, um, speaking of throwing ants, we threw ants at Denny Hamlin over Kyle Larson. This one, this one had that strategy thing all over the place, right? I mean, Hamlin had a pretty slow pit stop and I thought, ah, we're out of it here. And then, you know, and then, and then three out of four Hendrick cars go boom. And I'm like, well, maybe, maybe Larson's not far behind. Uh, but in the end, Denny Hamlin, uh, joined his, his, uh, Joe Gibbs buddy right after him. So Hamlin finished in third and then, uh, it was actually man, Kyle Larson fifth started 17th outlasted his other buddies. And ended up finishing fifth. I was I was a well, little he nervous was the about first, this one. He was the first Hendrick car to get a little squirrely. Yeah, 
Oh, I mean, it's a great save there on Sunday early. And all three of his teammates out of the race. Larson's been so weird because we're so used to seeing him just be really good. And now he's been, like lately, he's been good. He's still been getting top fives every week, but like just not in contention to win these races. I, I guess a couple weeks ago at Pocono, it was until he got squeezed by by Denny Hamlin. Of course, he didn't touch, but uh, you know, it's been weird to see Larson just kind of hanging out there. I, I don't know. It's it's strange. I again, I can't even speculate as to why. I mean, and and then the bad luck for Hendrick, anyways. Today, it was a lot, a little bit of a little bit of mechanical, and I think a lot of overdriving. These guys, again, we talk about it every week. Elliot has to win, right? He's pushing a little harder. He's trying to figure out. Now, I can't say that the well, the and I getting think, away I mean, from him, you know, I think it's more of a, I think it was more of a tire thing. And so well, I wonder yeah. if they're just like so desperate, they're tra they're trying to push the the air pressure thing, and they pushed it too far. I, I don't know, just. Yeah. Weird, but good call by you on this one. Denny was was pretty fast. Points you thought maybe Denny was going to be one of the fastest cars. He felt pretty confident. He did his emergency pod last night uh, in between the mid race podcast from a driver. That's pretty cool thing yeah, I is. thought. Uh, but I had Alex uh, Bowman to lose to Tyre Gibbs. I got uh, I got heckled a little bit for this one. Some people were like minus one thirty. You're kidding me, Alex Bowman. Not even close. Obviously, he wrecks. He did show some speed during the race, but to my point, what have you seen from Alex Bowman lately that makes you want to bet on him? Absolutely fucking nothing. That continues this week. Ty Gibbs is now in the playoffs, Rod. He's basically probably got the rookie of the year locked in because we haven't got to that news yet, but uh, <laughs> Noah Gregson probably not coming back this year. So, uh, you know, he's locked it up, looking to make the playoffs. We're going to road courses. He's really good at road courses. Oh, I uh, might be might be betting on Ty Gibbs again this week, but uh, easily over Bowman minus one thirty. Rod, you only pay the juice if you lose. This one was never in question. Ty Gibbs, another solid day from him too. Where did he end up? He ends up in eleventh, uh, but he started third. He was running. He was third in stage one. Uh, and was kind of running up in the mix all day, at least. So uh, a good day for, for Gibbs. I mean, he had speed. He had speed during qualifying. You knew that car was fast. He faded right after the green flag was, was there. And then he spent a lot of time. And this is why we talk about Ty Gibbs and, and the season he's having. He's not lightning fast toward the front all the time. But for whatever reason, more often than not, and you can see it consistently in his finishes, he just sticks around in the right places, they make the right calls with that car, and they put him somewhere inside that top 15 just about every single time. I mean, sometimes it's in the top 10, which is a better day for you, but that top 15, they're managing to well, consistently get him there. And from be, for being a rookie and for going from, from being just absolutely dominant his very first season, and like he comes into the Xfinity Series, his, he didn't even run a truck before that. His first ever start wins the race. Runs a couple of races, does really good. I think he had multiple wins, maybe even, but comes back last season, his first full-time season, wins the championship, wins all these races, goes through the loss of his father the day after he wins the championship, like adversity in his life, all of this stuff. And then to come into this season, he just puts on those belts. He minds his P's and Q's. He does everything right. He's not pushing it too much. He gets there at the end every single week. So freaking impressed by this kid. He is going to be. So good in this sport. I am excited to watch Gibbs for the next 25 years, most likely in that 54 car. It's uh, yeah, he's he might be maybe he'll be the first unanimous all of fame selection. Who knows? 
Okay, let's not go that far. But I will say that it's going to be a lot of fun watching him. Uh, I know somebody who won't be a Hall of Fame unanimous ballot guy, but maybe we'll get there. That's Joey Logano. <laughs> I took him over Ross Chastain. Hey, and hats off to Trackhouse, all right? They finished sixth and seventh in this race. Uh, Daniel Suarez, Ross Chastain finished uh, right back-to-back with each other. Suarez finished better than Chastain. But uh, listen... I mean, again, for a team that we said, well, especially for a driver that we said was sort of playing limp because of him getting in trouble quite often, I think he's back in a way that maybe, I mean, I don't know that he's going to go out and win races again, but maybe respectable finishes like this one this week are back in his wheelhouse. Uh, As for Joey Logano, or parts of this race where he was around, there's parts of this race where he wasn't, just was not his day at all. Honestly, and I and I think if this race would have played out on Sunday, it might have been a little bit of a different story for Joey, but because uh, Joey was looking a little faster on Sunday, but Monday came and uh, did not look well for Joey Logano. So, but for Ross Chastain again, he managed to stay fast and he managed to stay out of trouble, which was a big thing, especially running around where he was running most of the day. Stayed out of that forty-eight wreck, stayed out of the you know the chaos that was all of the stuff that was going on around him. So good on on Ross. Again, I'm not going to really pick him to win many races between now and then or now and the end of the season. But, I mean, maybe look at his top tens. Maybe look at a couple of top fives if if we're feeling kind of froggy. There are, like you said, a couple of road courses coming up in which it might be something to take a look at. You know, a top three maybe on a, on a road course coming up. So, uh, But, again, kudos to Ross Chastain. Joey Logano just didn't have it in his car this week. Yeah, yeah, Trackhouse actually showed up with some speed. Like I said, Suarez, I think, was six. So both uh, both cars up there, sixth and seventh uh, for Trackhouse. So a good solid day by them. Uh, you know, Logano, again, he's just he's the hardest guy in the garage to bet on, and it wasn't his week. Uh, I took a, took a chapter out of your book, Rod, winning car number odd. First, second, third, and fifth, all odd-numbered cars. Sixth, seventh, so... <laughs> what six of the top seven all odd numbered cars brad keselowski the only one up that wasn't minus 130 yet again rod you only pay the juice if you lose that was a was a fairly easy bet the odd cars uh and tyler reddick was the other guy who probably could have won this race also an odd car had the tire not falling off uh so yeah man just uh, it was an odd car type of day on a monday Kool-Aid will never be our sponsor because no one's drinking the juice for sure. Uh, (laughs) All right. Well, listen, I said, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Ford had won eight in a row. Cody, how many has Ford won now that uh, Chris Buescher is in victory lane? Let me double check. Nine in a row. Nine in a row. Ford is the winning manufacturer plus 240. Kind of got the same odds as Chris Buescher winning the race. So if you bet both of those, you doubled up and then some. So um, I I know that uh, our good friend Nick bet on this one at Ford as a winning manufacturer. And I was really convinced, obviously, that this trend was going to continue. I There was no doubt in my mind that Ford was going to find a way. And even with Toyota you know, leading most of the day or, or being good most of the day, I was like, it doesn't matter because it that's happened before. We've seen Toyota be good on this. We've seen Toyota lead a lot of laps on this. But for whatever reason, Ford just... Ford just finds a way. Does they it? just... This track, and that we talked about it, that's why, again... They were the longest shot. Ridiculous for them to be. It, ju- it made too much sense. They try so hard at this race. They do not want to lose this. Um, so, yeah, they, they did it. Plus 240. Great call by you. Um, I had given out Kyle Busch 9-1. to one. 
He qualified very fast. Uh, well, in 10th place. Or wait, that was practice. He was 10th in practice. He qualified 8th, so uh, he ran like five laps. He crashed, and that was the end of that dream. <laughs> Bubba Wallace, 20 to 1. We talked about him earlier. There was times, right, when they dropped that green flag today, I was like, whoa, Bubba Wallace is here. He was out front for a while there, and it just it didn't didn't pan out for him. Keselowski, 30 to 1. I went with the wrong RFK car, but uh, man, fourth place finish by him. Another good, strong run at his home track. Uh, but but again, we'll take uh, the the Busher top four to fourteen to one cashed and uh, and made this weekend look pretty good. Yeah, and again, hats off to all of you that took Busher outright. Uh, I mean, listen, yeah. we have some smart folks in that Discord. I'm telling yeah, whether you, right you got him outright, whether you bet him live during the race, however you got it, because I I did get it on him plus five fifty live, which not as good as a lot of you guys got him for sure, but uh, not as good as the sixty to one I mentioned on the podcast but didn't take, uh, but. Uh, no, it was still, yeah, props if you had him. And if you, even if you just had him in the top 10 uh, or the top forward or whatever, uh, it, was, it was a great day from Busher. Indeed. Well, the storied history of Kevin Harvick around this track, uh, the top 10 finishes still intact, still fantastically inside the top 10, uh, did not win this race, unfortunately. And there's just no way he had, did not have the speed to win this race. He could he, not yeah, keep he up. Yeah, he was Never off. in contention. And it was, were it not for yeah. were it not for all that strategy call at the end, it, there's just no way he would have made it up. In fact, he was inside the top five, if not the top four there at one point, and then just kind of dropped like a rock because obviously he was not as fast as the rest of the cars around him. And and he was lucky, honestly, to get that eighth place finish that he did. Started 22nd, man. That's that's a long, long weekend when you're starting 22nd. So to be able to come up and finish eighth, Props to him, but damn, that took a long time to get him there, and it wasn't going to hit for most of this time. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, like I said, I'm I'm done now. There's no more Harvick outrights in the future um, because I don't think it's in the cards. If it wasn't this, if it wasn't this track, I mean, Phoenix might be the end swan song, but we haven't seen a guy win that race. You know, I mean, very rarely do we see a guy win that race that's not in the championship. Yeah, it's uh, been a while since that's happened, so I don't know. Two pieces of news quick before we move on from up series. I feel like we should probably touch on both of these. Yes. Martin Truex Jr., the best driver in the series right now in the fastest car. He's coming back next year, Rod. No word on if he's decided on the boat yet, but he has decided to come <laughs> back to, to JGR. I, I think that, uh, and I guess these kind of stories do kind of tie in, but I think that John Hunter Nemechek is going to move up to the 42 car with Legacy. Obviously, they're going to be a Toyota team. Um, and I think he moves into that car next year with the plan to be for Truex to retire at the end of next season. Uh, and then John Hunter will go into the 19 car, which they'll renumber to the 18 car, back to the Gibbs original number. And uh, and it'll have been two years removed from Bush being out of the car. So I think that that's going to be the plan that we're going to see there. Um, but it will be interesting to see if there's an announcement at a later point. Or if we get to this time next year and Truex decides whether he's going to stay or not again at that point. Um, and then the other news, obviously, Noah Gragson suspended by Legacy Motor Club. He was not suspended. Something I want to make clear. He wasn't suspended by NASCAR. He was suspended by the team. He liked a meme. We're not going to get into all that. It doesn't matter. We don't need to give our opinions on that or whatever. The fact is the team has suspended him for this past weekend. NASCAR released a statement saying they supported that. Where that goes from here, my assumption would be that he doesn't get back in that car. There was, they obviously had no intentions on keeping him next year, anyways. 
Um, and I don't think I don't foresee any reason that Gregson gets back in that car this year. This could hurt Gregson's chances at a Cup Series ride next year. He's not going to be bounced out of NASCAR, though. I think worst case, he goes back to JRM, has a great season in Xfinity next year, and then he's right back into a Cup Series car. Who do you think, though, Rod? So, so Josh Berry got the call because it was literally they decided on uh, on Saturday morning, like five hours before practice and qualifying. They said, "Hey, Josh Berry, get in this car." And Josh Berry not supposed to be the Chevrolet relief driver anymore because he's going to Ford next year. He committed to them, so Chevy bumped him off the roster. But Legacy's leaving Chevy anyways. They thought he would be a good guy to jump in the car, short notice, similar size. You've got the seat fittings and everything in there. They kind of got to make it work. Uh, so Barry got the call. But I'm curious, from the Chevrolet camp, is it Austin Hill? Is it Carson Hosevar? Who gets the call to run this 42 car for the rest of the year, Rod? As assuming Gregson is released from the team or, or suspended for the rest of the year. And even if Legacy were to reinstate him, NASCAR could potentially suspend him, require sensitivity training. Obviously, we saw that with Kyle Larson, all of that uh, you know, a couple of years ago. So assuming that Lars that Gregson is out of the car, which is my my best guess at this point in time on a Monday afternoon, right after the race, obviously. But uh, who, who do you think gets in the car and or who do you want to see in the car? So first things first about Truex, we can no longer call him retired and there's no way that he's even going <laughs> to oh, be retired. I had a couple of wins ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're done. We're done with the Martin Truex retirement talk. Uh, so that's, that's good. That's always fun to, to root for him uh, rather yes. than against him. Yeah. And he's got, he's been winning so much. Oh, that parlay was right on the bonus bets show. We gave out a 39 to one. Uh, oh, wait, was that? That was Gibbs to win on Saturday. That was Gibbs to win on Saturday, that? yeah. Never mind. It wouldn't have cashed in. No, so no. <laughs> but Gibbs, I mean, we'll talk about yeah, that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, all right, so as far as the 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 Gragson thing is concerned, and, and I feel bad for Barry because he stepped into that car and then his day was over. So it was yeah, uh, very it was, bad, but, I mean, bad yeah, luck he for would, him. We, we, he wouldn't have got, we wouldn't have got much from him no. just being thrown into that car last second. But still, it was, it was you know, for him oh, to, yeah. to get out that way was, was tough. But um, look, as far as Gragson is concerned, we saw Kyle go out for the rest of the season when his incident happened, right? But he is not Kyle Larson. He will not be guaranteed a ride back after the end of the season. That's not that's not how this works. So I do I do believe that he will go somewhere else. Where that is, I don't know at this point. Obviously, that's just that's world silly season stuff. But who steps in? I, I kind of like Austin Hill to come in and take this. Obviously, we saw him in, in a ride this time around, and he didn't embarrass himself. Right, I mean, he did get lapped a few times, but he didn't necessarily embarrass himself. So I, I think Austin Hill's a good one. Um, <laughs> Endfinger, boy, that would be a that'd be a hell of a. Well, run, Endfinger was the one who stepped in for Gregson when Gregson missed the concussion race. But I think that was more to do with the trucks were right there. Mm -hmm. He's already a GMS driver, kind of a late week decision. That because I think I don't remember if Xfinity was off. I think Xfinity might have been at a different place. Maybe they were in Portland that week or something. Um, so I, I don't know if if. Endfinger, Endfinger is not really a, a Cup Series future driver, yeah. so I doubt we would see that. I don't think it would happen. It would be interesting to see John Hunter get into that car if they were planning on having him, but the cross between Toyota and Chevrolet, even though they're going to be a Toyota team, it's too Chevy, Chevy doesn't really have a say at this point, but I don't, I don't know that Toyota would allow him to drive a Chevy in the car. Uh, that's a whole weird scenario, so I don't... I mean. Obviously, that would be the, you know, if he's going to take the car over next year, why not? But the cross manufacturer thing is the kind of uh, kind of weird thing. Call it, you think 
But here's the thing Matt, about Matt that. Colleague's gonna get the car. Uh, <laughs> here's the thing about. So I threw up. I threw up JDK saying Colleague, and, and I, I did it for an interesting <laughs> reason because you look down at the pipeline for the Xfinity. There's no way Chandler Smith is gonna make it up this season. There's no way. I don't see him get, taking over uh, a Cup I ride mean, yet. I, yeah, I, and again, I think it, he's still the young. Weird thing at this too point. is like, who decides? Like, is legacy just gonna pit? Like, because generally, I think that this the manufacturer has a lot of say in it, and, and or the the technical alliances, right? Like with Kurt Busch, it was pretty obvious. Like Ty Gibbs is kind of the guy you put in that car. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Not necessarily all that sure either. It's, it's definitely, you know, it'll be interesting. I would like to personally, I would love to see Carson Hosovar just cause I love the dude. Well, yeah, I think he's getting a cup series ride next year, probably with a Chevy team or, or Xfinity maybe, but, uh, Gregson, a colleague could be interesting. Uh, the sponsor deal fallout with this, that will be interesting too because that was part of the Kyle Larson thing was nobody wanted to sponsor. McDonald's pulled out, Credit One pulled out, uh, whatever others, Chevrolet took their support from him. He, the reason, the one reason that, that Larson is not racing at Stuart Haas today is because Ford said no. Larson wanted to go to Stuart Haas. He's idolized Tony since he was a kid. Tony wanted Larson more than anything. Ford said no. And Rick Hendricks ponied up the money with his own company to get Larson. So that, and I, I think Gregson's again not gonna not gonna get into the situation. I think it's it's a little different than than the Larson situation, along the same lines. But sponsor reaction will be interesting because obviously, you know, uh, some sponsors followed him. Will they follow him to the next place? Who knows with all that too? And that that especially a team like Colleg like. They obviously are making it clear they want somebody to bring in money because Haley was not bringing in money, and they basically were kicking him to the curb from what it sounds like. So, so what I will say from a betting aspect is now gear up for Jones to top tens all rest of the season long yeah. because they're going to throw all their money at that forty three car and just sink why what not? they've got in him. Why not? Right? Why not? Um, all right. Speaking of why not, let's get to the other race that happened. Why not? guess we're gonna have to uh but let's introduce you to one of our favorite shows on the network in the process hey everybody if you play fantasy football especially in auction leagues and or you're a whiskey fan yes exactly check out the sports gambling podcast fantasy football channel show old-fashioned football coming to you every tuesday morning give us a listen we'll bring you the latest fantasy football data including the injury report studs and duds waiver wire targets and suggested fab market movers after all we are the marks he is my hubby and she's j mark's wifey and we're bringing all this to you while drinking an old-fashioned and giving you our honest review of a different whiskey every week. All that and more. Hop on over, give us a listen, come for the football, stay for the whiskey. This ad's almost done. Going once, going twice. Sold. Well, Cody, they they did a race on Saturday. It happened. Somebody this race won. feels so long ago. Oh, it feels do we, like do we have to talk ago. about this one, Rod? Can no. we just go? No, we don't. We can just go. Uh, I think right, we've done a good a sufficient night, jobs. Bye, guys. No, I'm just kidding. Don't go, don't go, don't go. Don't go. I watched our, our listener just count. They just dropped all of a sudden. Everybody like, left. Everybody's gone. Oh, oh my bad. Um, no, listen. Th- this, this Xfinity race, I said it in the Discord, and I'll say it right now. Obviously, we're not going to spend a whole lot of time talking about this because I don't even want to go over half of these bets because it doesn't freaking matter. You know why? Because strategy calls just – there's I'm, no way you can handicap so strategy calls. I'm so myself, Rod. I preach all the time about these cup guys coming down into these series – it inflates the regular guys. 
I talk every week about how John Hunter is the best driver and the best car. I didn't take him to win. Why did I not take him to win, Rod? I don't. Mm. It's because we didn't uh, look again, uh, again, because John Hunter Nemechek I was, was not, blinded by my love for Ty Gibbs. John Hunter Nemechek was not even necessarily the best car all day. Right. Which is, yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It was strategy that got him there. Yes. Okay. He was able to lead 65 laps, but who knows what would have happened if jo Justin Allgaier would not have uh, been caught up in what he was caught up in. And, and not been able to, I mean, because Justin Allgaier led 32 laps of it. He won first freaking stage, and then it was the pits that screwed him up. Like yeah, penalties again, man. Not penalties, 17. but getting backwards in the damn pit. Like he, yeah, oh, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, because because Gibbs spun it. <laughs> I because Gibbs spun him. Oh, I'm I'm, boy, I'm pretty yeah, pissed off this. about that. That whole that thing wrecked my whole day. That the fact that Justin Allgaier was facing the wrong way in the pits. That was it. That was the day. And he was still fast enough to be able to climb back through. All the, he was pissed. And boy, he was driving pissed. And he still managed to climb back up into a top 15 finish after well, being. Well, didn't he? He had a speed. He did have a penalty, too. Yeah, so he, did he got that. spun around. Mm -hmm. Then he fought all the way back. Then he sped under the green flag. And that's what really, that's what really put the nail in the coffin because he had a chance to come back and maybe even add, do some damage. Oh, let's just let's get into these bets. Go ahead. Man. Go ahead, Cody. Austin Hill over Josh Berry. Hill's running a great race. Things are going well. And, and then things were not going well. Austin Hill ends up, he fought back for 11th. Uh, what even happened? I don't, did he get, I'm trying to remember what his problem was. No, Austin Hill just wasn't, I, he wasn't necessarily as fast as everybody hey, else he was all day. had some speed, though. He was running up there for a while. Uh, I don't know. He was seventh in stage one, fifth in stage two. He was up there, and then he wasn't up there. I, and I don't remember exactly what what caused him to go back, but uh, did not cash him over Josh Berry. Berry ends up second, uh, but again, <laughs> finds a way to to not win a race where he was fast again. So that's my my theory holds up there. <laughs> hey, and Barry though he was he didn't lead any laps, but he was right up there pretty much all damn day long. And yeah, started started first, started on the pole, had speed. He fell back a little bit, but then managed to charge his way back up. He did finish second in stage one. Uh, and then, he didn't lead any laps after starting on the pole. No, he did not. He immediately got passed by uh, an Allgaier. Just Allgaier. shot right. Mm -hmm. Man, that just goes to show you the fact that he was so fast he starts on the pole, can't even lead a lap. Yeah, it was pretty things bad. Uh, he finished second, but things still not going great for the eight car. Uh, well, I did have Austin Hill as a, oh, I'm sorry. I had Allgaier as a top three car, which, again, had every instance Ugh. of caching, and then Pit Road screwed him up. Um, so, yeah, I'm not very thrilled about that at all. We should we should have run over this first so we could end on a high note at the cup race. <laughs> this is true. Uh, yeah. Well, that's okay, uh, no, because we want everybody to stick around. Like, we don't want, you know. True. Yeah, we don't want to dis disappoint everybody from the get-go. Yeah. And it's just, this is how it goes, right? It is still gambling. This is the, the part where we remind you. It's not all a perfect science. We had a hell of a day on Sunday. We hit almost every bet we gave out. Saturday, the things didn't fall for us, and it's not because... We were wrong on stuff. It's because of strategy. It was because of Rex, because of, of how that stuff went. Uh, old fashioned football. Shout out to them. Hey guys. Did you you just, just missed their, your uh, you just missed yeah, your uh, your promo. Hopefully you missed you you just saw your promo. If not, <laughs> click the backward button in a couple of seconds because you just missed it. That's funny. Uh, but I did give out John Hunter top three plus one twenty five. This one did cash. Uh, at least I at least I found a way to bet on him because he's the best driver in the best car every single week. 
I'm going to have to remind myself not to bet on him on road courses in the next couple of weeks because it's going to be tempting because they're going to price him where I'm going to want to bet on him, and it's a bad idea. But uh, I did cash the top three on him, so at least we hit that one. I had Hill as a top five, did not cash that one because Hill finished 11th uh, on, I know. He was, he was running in the top five, and I was thinking to myself, here he is again. He just keeps getting it done. I, I'm going to have to go back and rewatch. I can't remember. Again, Saturday feels like it was like three weeks ago for whatever it does, reason. It does. That's what happens when the race is, uh, is, is late, but uh, that's okay. I had Hill also for a top five. Oh, yeah, we doubled up on this one. This was the one where, uh, see, that's that, I think that was probably our problem. We both tried to bet it, and it did not turn out well. <laughs> it did not. It did not. Um, speaking of did not turn out well, I had Carson <sighs> this Hosevar. This one didn't even have a chance. Nope. I'm pissed off about this one. Carson Hosevar over Chandler Smith. And listen, Chandler Smith finished 20th. He started 6th, finished 20th. We knew. We knew that he was not going to run all that well around this track. We figured it. I mean, look, and I thought for a second when he started 6th, I was like, ah, oh, man, maybe we're he in a little finished, bit of trouble. But Hosevar. 20th. Like, I know. I know. The analysis could not have been any better on this bet. Nope. And, and Hosevar easily would have beat this. Yeah. He started, Carson Hosevar started 7th, right? Ah, One yeah. position behind Chandler but did not get a day at all because... Caught up in that lap. What was that like? How many laps into the race was that? It was not very long. It was 12, 12 laps. Absolutely just fucking destroyed. I, I don't remember who. Sammy Smith maybe caused it. Like, Well, it was the 8, the 18, the 19, the 20, and the yeah. 77. And, all and, the fast yeah. cars were in it. Yep. Jesus. So. Uh, a couple things from, from old-fashioned football real quick. Dang it, a day late and a dollar short. Due to all the winners we give out. Yeah, you're listening to the wrong part of the show for that, too. These are all the ones we didn't hit. And uh, he agrees with Nick Fortune's comment about candy. Uh, like I said to Nick, go find the last time that Iowa beat Nebraska in any men's sport. It'll take you a while. Gauntlet thrown. <laughs> uh, all right, next one for you. Yes, next up for me, I had Justin Allgaier top Chevrolet. Again, in my opinion, this was the correct bet. He was fast. Couldn't get out of his own way. Three to one, I feel like these are really good odds. Even if a guy like John Hunter is going to win, even if a guy like Gibbs is going to win, you could still cash this type of bet. Was looking good until it wasn't, and unfortunately did not cash. But you did cash your next one, Rob. Yay! Josh Berry over Cole Custer, minus 130. I told you it was just a little bit much, but Josh Berry finished second. Cole Custer did not, and that was definitely... Cole Custer did not have the car. He finished 16th, started 13th. He was mired around the, the middle of the pack, all, almost all day. There was no, there was no love for Cole Custer all day long. So, yay, yeah, cash mean, one. He he was third after stage one after starting eighth. So maybe you saw something, and then he just that was strategy. After that, yeah, not not really anywhere in in to be found. Uh, I might be turning into the the card number guy, Rod. Good uh, for you. I hit the hit the odd number bet in the Cup Series, and I hit the winning car number over sixteen point five in this one. I told you guys. I, <laughs> Right there, you get the three Gibbs cars, the 18, the 19, and the 20. The 20 wins it. Uh, and, and so, yeah, this one cashed at minus, minus 115. If you're going to give me all three Gibbs cars in any single bet like that, every single time in the Xfinity series, love the Gibbs cars and uh, cash another one for me. Yep. Well, I you must, like I said, be stealing, or you, like you said, must be stealing my thunder because transferred, transferred the power. Transferred the me, power. I had winning cars odd at plus one hundred. Uh, Twenty is not odd, although seven is, and seven would have freaking win that race if it wasn't. Anyways, <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, yeah, and I mean you had uh, Jones. Oh, Jones. We're gonna talk about that in a minute. Third. I knew it. I saw it. A good day. So I knew it was coming. 
uh, 19, then the one. So, I mean, yeah, three of your top five were odd number cars, but not first or second, unfortunately. Um, I had Gibbs to win plus 450. He wasn't really ever going to win. I, I, I don't know why that car wasn't faster. I don't understand. And he looks so good on Sunday, too. I, just it's it's strange to me. I, I don't know. Connor Mosack put bad juju on that car, leaving oil from Florida to Seattle. I don't know what happened there. But Carson Hosevar, 15 to 1. Again, didn't have a chance with this one. Brandon Jones, 20 to 1. Absolutely the right call. Brad Doherty, shout out to him. Obviously a listener on the pre-race. He talked to Brandon Jones. This is your guy to watch today. It's gonna happen. Third place, Roddy was up there all goddamn day. 20 to 1. Give me this every time. Why I didn't bet on him to be in the top three or top five, I don't know. Kicking myself for that. When we get to Kansas in a couple of weeks for the first, I think that's the last race before the playoffs, I am going to be on Brandon Jones. Top three, top five to win. If I'm not, please hold me accountable, and we will adjust accordingly because he loves this type of track. He's so freaking good at it. He showed us yet again. Uh, so it does feel good, even though, even though a 20 to one doesn't cash, obviously as an outright when it finishes third to, to be on a guy that's not had a good season that everybody's sleeping on and to know he's going to show up in a spot, call it. And he does feels really good. Um, and so that's the, the solace you can take out of not hitting any of these outrights. I concur. Speaking of taking solace and not hitting outrights, there was no way I was taking any solace and missing Justin Allgaier, even at five and a half to one, uh, kind of still pissed off about that one. That one I thought was the lock of all locks. And then I called out Sam Mayer at 20 to 1, a lot like your Brandon Jones call. Sam Mayer finishes in fifth. Like the dude started called, in fourth. You called the back to back wins in the wrong series. Ah, <laughs> what the heck was I thinking? I did too. And But look for Sam Mayer too. It was, he had a fast car. He led all lap, which was fine and all well. But I mean, again, he was running around the front. And who yeah, knows what could have happened? So. Uh, 20 to one for a fourth place, a fifth place car. Rather, um, we had this whole thing circled. What we didn't yeah. have was the yeah. outcome. And that's the thing. That's what sucks too. Is like, we got most of it, right? Like we've, we've made the right bets. I don't think there's many of these bets that I would go back and change. Like Hill top five all day, every day, all guy top three was a great bet. I would take Hill over Barry again. Like uh, the host of Oliver Smith didn't have a chance because it, he wrecked so early. Uh, the the Allgaier top three or yeah, top Chevy at three to one. I would take again. Like uh, I would change Gibbs to to Nemechek probably would have been obvious the obvious one. And I'm on Nemechek so much that's why. I, but that's okay. Uh, but uh, man, I there's not many of these I would change. So again, I think the process was right. Sometimes the cards don't fall in your favor. They didn't on Saturday. We had to wait till Monday, but. Uh, Gambling gods always balance us out, Rod, and uh, and they did just that for us. They sure did. And for another straight week, go check the SGPN Best Bets because Cody's face is going to be smiling right on it for sure. We're going to be on there for maybe a couple of things. Maybe hopefully. a couple of things. But um, There was a the, shout out to the, was it the Premier League Gambling Pod? I don't remember which one it was. One of the soccer podcasts. Was it podcasts. Mal? It was Mal yeah. uh, no, I think it was the other guy. Oh, okay. Barry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's Premier League Podcast. I'll, I'll double check. But they gave out a 60 to 1. I don't remember what it was on, but something 60 to one on a soccer bet. So shout out to those guys. Check them out. Winners all over this whole network getting into NFL season. Don't leave us. So listen to us first and then listen to all the other shows. But uh, yeah, so much good stuff going on. Indeed. Uh, all right. Well, then let's put it close the chapter then on Michigan. Hey, it's Indy. We get a, f 
fun, fun weekend of racing in Indy, right? We've get we got Indy, and then we've got IndyCar. So check back on yeah, the IndyCar F1 Gambling Podcast. IndyCar is with NASCAR. This That's weekend. what I'm saying. They're all together. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, we'll be back with another episode of the the F1 Gambling Podcast uh, to cover that race here with uh, with the Cup and Xfinity Series, and then trucks are going to be right across the street at Indianapolis Raceway Park. Short track action. Oh, man. Excited for another week. Uh, SRX is going to be on dirt on Thursday night. Oh, that's right. Yes, Thursday night. Is. Thunder. Odds are out for that. Oof. Let's go. Shady oh. uh, uh, K says, just want to say thank you, guys. You've totally changed the way I look at NASCAR gambling. Uh, listen, we appreciate you guys every single week, and uh, we definitely appreciate you guys this week, too, because uh, you stick with us through all the good and through all the bad. At least you know that we're not trying to just uh, over here make a quick buck off of you guys. We really are trying to help you understand a little better how to pursue this, not just with us and tail our picks, which, again, that's how we want. Uh, my wife oh, in the chat. to Linda. Hey, Linda. Let's go racing, she says. Thanks for thanks for allowing me to borrow your husband always. Yeah, and not only that, but uh, the fact that she's getting hungry. I know she wants to hurry up <laughs> Yeah, it's eat, dinner so time for Rob. It's dinner time for us. So let's go ahead and put, uh, put a pin in Michigan. Head out to Indianapolis uh, for our pick show. Cody says there's already odds up, so let's yeah, do it. Real quick, Truex, this is over at Superbook. Caesars has uh, outrights out too. Truex 4-1. to one. Reddick six to one, Elliot eight to one, Bell twelve to one, Kyle Bush twelve to one. Oof. Circle that one. Let's get in on that one early. SVG is sixteen to one. Don't do it. <laughs> I'm gonna be fading SVG so hard this week. I cannot wait, Rod. I cannot wait for him to get spun out late in this race after running good all day and hear people whine about, oh, but he was running so good. How come he didn't finish good? And and what? And I'm gonna say, I told you so. Um, Almondinger's eighteen to one. If you believe in it, Busher's twenty to one. Might be worth a look there. Uh, Brody Kostecki, twenty-five to one. He's going to be in an RCR car. He's the other. He's the the supercars guy that's higher in points than SVG. But uh, SVG Kostecki both going to be in this race. We're going to be talking, I think, a lot about those guys on tomorrow's episode, uh, whether good or bad. And uh, I'm, I'm fun to, to or I'm, I'm excited to have fun breaking down those guys. No, you're fun, Cody. Don't don't take anything well, away from yourself. That too, but <laughs> uh, all right. Well, then, as we head on out, thank you guys all for joining us in the live. Love these live shows, man. Love them to death. It's so much fun to get and talk with you guys. So we'll keep doing more of this as we go on. But let everybody know where they can find you, Cody, on social media. Yep, follow me on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeeb. I got a really fun article for sports gambling podcast.com uh, out over there right now. Uh, 10 fantasy football loser punishments. Uh, that was really, that was probably the most fun I've had researching an article. Go check those out. Also, I want to hear from you if you have a, a fantasy football punishment for your loser. Uh, Justin, I want to hear one of that's my question for your mailbag this week over on Old Fashioned Football. What's a good punishment for the loser of your fantasy football league? Um, and then also I started writing some uh, some articles, fantasy football articles for Last Word on Sports. So give those a, give those a click and a look for me. Help me out. Get my numbers up over there. I'd appreciate it. And uh, yeah, come back, follow the show. Five shows again this week. F1 Gambling Podcast will be back with IndyCar while F1 uh, is on their summer break. Let's go, uh, let's go uh, cash some more bets, Rob. Let's do it. I'm on X 
at RJ Gomez. Link in the bio to everything I got going on. Whether it's here, whether it is in between media, the back road going off with Sean and Elliot, or Seth and Elliot, it rather, this week. <laughs> it's X. Uh, yeah, definitely check that out as well. Seth and Elliot holding down the back road for us. Uh, I got articles going up on the website as well. Check out Fast Money on For Frequency's Sake. That show's popping, everybody. They love that to see you guys over there supporting that as well. So, we'll see you again tomorrow. We're riding a high. Let's hope we continue that through the next weekend. So, till then, let's go racing and let it ride. <laughs>